Welcome back to Winding Down Podcast. This is episode two, and after our Chardonnay first episode, we are back with a rosé. Alicia, how are you feeling about a rosé tonight? Um, Honestly, I can only ever remember having rosé twice. Once was um, at your sister's bachelorette party, um, baby duck rosé, sparkling, uh, sparkling wine. wine. It was nice. super sweet, super cheap, pretty good. It's checking all the boxes for me. And then the second time um, that I've actually remembered actually having real rosé is when we were in Australia on the beach Christmas morning. So hopefully this one has uh, fewer um, sand gristle in it than that one did. But I I enjoyed it, so I'm hoping this one is enjoyable. Yeah, I I mean, I, I think I've only ever had it once, maybe twice. I think the first time was a wine called Daisy. Uh, it was we literally scrounged up Toonies and Loonies in university in first year, and went and bought the cheapest bottle of wine we could find, which was like nine bucks, and it was Daisy. So was that the watermelon one that you uh, talked about? Last, no, last that's episode? the second time is more recently. I was three days into my job where I currently work, and I was at the Christmas party and knew nobody. Uh, but wisely, I used my drink tickets at the Mandarin to order a bottle of wine for the table. The people there asked for rosé, and they got rosé. Uh, I I don't even know what the name of the brand was but it tasted it tasted very fruity and sweet uh and i think i said like watermelon, watermelon. gummies so uh both actually the first time the, the daisy when we we played flip cup with it or beer pong with it so it wasn't necessarily <laughs> enjoyable but it, it was a means to an end but i haven't had a rosé in man a year and a bit since that work part and i just had a sip of that so it, it's been a long time and i don't know too much about rosé when you let like i mean i think we we all know you know, it's 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 grapes. They're crushed. They're fermented. All that stuff. What was, what's your initial thought of rosé? Mine is that it was red wine and white wine mixed yeah, together. Yeah, same. Like, it which just, doesn't make sense. It's definitely not. That would be something to look into, though. I mean, I, it's obviously I think there are grapes. there are varieties, but uh, that are that are mixes. But I'm not sure. Like a, a, a rosé, I believe, is a certain type of grape that's done a certain way. Appellation rules we learned about last week that makes wine wine. Um, but uh, should we should we say the name of the wine we're, we're drinking today? <laughs> Go for it. You don't want to try? <clears throat> La Vielle Firm. Product of France. It's a, it's a French it's a French rosé, uh, 2018. Recolte is, I believe, the name of the winery on it. And this, I picked this wine out because it it's super light. The color of the actual wine itself is like a very very pink pale. Pale pink, rather, uh, like almost pink, almost apricotty, and the there's the the top uh, cap and little neck of the label is a, like a, a pink, dusty pink. Kind yeah, of. and it, it almost if you didn't have that, it, it kind of that It'd kind be... of changes the color of it a little bit. Totally, the labels are sort of an off white uh, ivory color. We're um, definitely butchering this name. We probably should La practice Femme. our uh, our what was that French. Mean? Is it French? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's from France. So, yeah. um, again, you, you like the picture on the front. I like the picture because it's a rooster and a chicken. And it just kind of reminds me of Adam and I. Yeah. The chick and the, the rooster. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, it, it, you know what? It's one of those bottles that grabs your attention. It, it was much lighter than the other rosés beside it. Uh, this is specifically in the French wine section of the LCBO. Um, but it also, like, the label is very minimalistic. Yeah. It's just, like, pleasing to look at. Yeah. Um, okay, so last week our, our wine was 12.5 percentage. Yes. Um, I, I don't know what rosé spans, whether it's, you know, more alcoholic, less alcoholic. I would just, from the lighter color, tend to think naturally it's going to be lighter. Also, 
my mind thinks of rosé when my mind thinks of rosé it's uh like afternoon like outdoors like refresh like kind of so no uh mom's gatorade no I, but kind is, of like a like a ladies ladies night get together a brunch gonna, even oh a brunch definitely be, a brunch it look because it because it looks sweet right does it i don't know well like, it's, like, it's, it's pink, pink and, so I, I did I did do a little bit of reading on rosé, just basically to see exactly how we should be serving this to ourselves. We want to do it right. Uh, and uh, this led me to GQ had an article uh, in 2011, Alan Richmond's Wine Guide Rosé. And basically, uh, he's he basically splits rosé into two groups, one, like dry and sweet, which we learned. Yes, so my cousin Courtney uh, commented on the last podcast saying the opposite of dry, which we're like, what the heck is it? It's sweet, which makes sense because... Whenever I've had wine, I'm either like, "Ooh, that's sweet," or "Oh, oh that's, that's dry,", dry. It's, it's, and I don't know why I'm saying exclusive. dry, but I think it's just the right thing to say. Yeah, the, the lack of sweet—it's it's not even bitterness. It's literally it's, just like, like there's no—it's a lack of sweetness almost. Right. And I did watch a little video today um, into Vino, and he was explaining tannins, which we'll talk about on a on a later <laughs> future. Podcast future episode but he did say that dry wine should make your mouth kind of pucker and feel like you said last week dry like dry to the tongue and dry to the mouth i usually like in the side of my cheeks and the back of my tongue that's where i feel like which is interesting i would never explain that as dry but the professionals do so so um some things to learn here from uh from alan richmond's article uh, rosé is produced from red wine, generally called black grapes. So red wine grapes, and has a flavor profile resembling that of red wine. It tastes and smells. Its taste and smells are often those associated with strawberries, raspberries, and cherries. So that goes along the line of sweetness because I mean it seems like that's pretty general yeah. for all of like you could never say every white wine tastes like or smells like this or every red wine right. smells like this. So it, it seems like they're starting from a smaller stock of grapes and. Uh, varietals that you know can be branched out from, whereas white and red are more diversified. It would seem. Did it say anywhere in that article? Um, I don't know if you're getting to there or not. How uh, I know white wine, it's separated right away from the stem and the skin, whereas red wine ferments with the skin and the stems. That's why the color's red. So, so, so okay. to go to go on that, then the, literally the next line is the color is a result of brief contact with the skin of those black grapes. Color comes from the skin of the grape, not from the flesh of the grape. Okay. Yet it's vinified as though it were a white wine. So there is more contact with the skin, but it's then separated. So it gets so color more contact than the white wine would have. It's with basically the skin. so basically from this, it's treating, it's using red wine grapes to make white wine. Okay. That's, okay, that that's makes basically sense. The way because, it seems. like I was saying, in red wine, um, the grapes ferment with the skin and the stem on, and that's why it gets the tannins and the colors. Whereas white wine, right away, is separated from the skin, so it doesn't have time to get the colors and the tannins from the skin. And that's that's kind of interesting because, well, everyone you know has that initial thought of rosé is white and red wine mixed. It, it kind of is in the, the process, process. So yeah. that's kind of cool. It's, we're, we're learning things. There you go. We um, kind of sound like we know what we're talking about a little bit. It's almost like we have an article right in front of us <laughs> that we're looking at. Um, so the the end. I just want to bring up the last part of this article. Uh, Alan Richmond. Uh, he he says he ends it off basically by saying. Uh, sommeliers are going to try to pull you to red or white wine. So when asking for uh, for for rosé to be chilled, where they will resist chilling, sommeliers will resist chilling white wine. Uh, they don't really care because they're going to try and get you off of rosé anyways. But if you're if you're requesting rosé, they don't care all that much, and they're going to serve it to you the way you want it to be served. And he also goes on to say. 
And I'll just read directly from this, the last line. The very best thing about rosé is that it comes with few expectations. All that's required is that it's that it be pretty and refreshing. What could be less demanding than that? And, like, this is a refreshing-looking bottle yeah. here. So um, do, do you want to crack it? Yeah. So let's do it. Let's do it. Again, we're cracking this one, <laughs> and there's almost less stigma because last we week we... The last yeah. one. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Also, just a note, Adam chose to drink his out of a stemless wine glass today, and I chose a stem glass. And there's a reason that you chose a stem glass, right? Yes, because before, um, when we were deciding whether or not we should chill this, um, Adam's like, do a little research on should rosé be chilled. So we decided to chill it before even looking at um, an article or whatever but i found an article at vinepair.com by the vinepair staff just talking about the different uh degrees that wine should be served well how do you think that uh red wine should be served i think like room temperature not not warmed or anything like that but literally just out of the bottle from your counter that's that's my thought of it okay so according to the experts um red wine is the most finicky to get to the perfect temperature it should be served cool at about 60 to 70 degrees so i think i googled that and i think it was about 15 to 20 degrees how you would measure that they have wine thermometers i had no idea that was a thing but interesting they they have wine thermometers so um when red wine is served too warm though um it often has like a thicker more oaky flavor Mm, so like the the, it actually changes the flavor of it yeah so that's kind of what this article was saying is that the reason to serve wine at correct temperatures is because it can dramatically impact the way that a wine smells and tastes um what about sparkling wine or champagne how do you think so i feel like i am leaning towards refrigerated for this but i think that it's not supposed to be i think it's supposed to be room temperature and we just do it because it's white nope so, again, according to these experts, go uh, sparkling wine is probably, should be served the coldest at about 40 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about, I think I Googled it, it was like 5 to 7 degrees. Wow, so I was way off. Yeah. Um, what's the, why? Because, essentially, from my research that I was doing, the sweeter the wine, the colder that you want it to be, just because it will bring out the sweetness more so. Um, whereas white wine and rosé should be served cold, but not like... Not as cold not as sparkling. ice cold. Yeah, not as cold as sparkling. So f- about 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which I think is about 10 to 15 degrees. And you picked a stem glass so that you would not warm it up in your hand, correct? Right, because your hand... You run pretty hot, so... <laughs> Um, your hands will affect how that tastes. So I'm, I'm curious as to if ours will taste a bit different in the end here. But yeah, so it's pretty neat that different wines should be served at different temperatures. And rosé falls along the same lines of white wine where it's chilled, but only for about two hours in the fridge. Which is what we did, actually, uh, accidentally almost. Yeah. But, and, uh, and also in my research story before please, um, yeah. we actually dive in to taste this, um, for all those people who buy a bottle of white wine, put it in the fridge, and just kind of leave it there, wine should only be kept in the fridge for about a month the most, um, especially if it has a cork. Try not to leave it in the fridge for long because it oxidizes and it kind of ferments the wine so it's not 
to the best of its ability. It was, yeah, it's not to what it was the, bottled. The standards, at. yeah. So we poured this wine, and okay. to our to our surprise, um, there's no tinting on the bottle like last episode <laughs> when we commented no. about how that looks. So no, it's a nice rosy, almost pastelly. It's almost amber. Like there's almost yeah. an orangeness to it, like like a sunset almost. Yeah. Should we um, cheers? We should cheers. Episode two, rosé. Do you want to have a sniff first? Okay, yeah. So very, huh. it smells sweet, it smells very bright, super sweet, very fresh, very fruity. Don't yeah. you think? I get strawberries off the top. Hmm, interesting. Did you just spill? I just spilled. I just wow. sloshed. Okay, so Adam poured. <laughs> poured. Two for oh. two. Two for two on spills in the episodes. That uh, wasn't half as bad as last week, but. Strawberries. I don't get cherries because to me cherries are a little bit darker, but you do get the sort of tartness that you would maybe get with cherries. It's almost like underripe fruit, I would say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you can see Adam right now, it went up his nose. <laughs> <coughs> oh. So he was sloshing it as he was sniffing and it is dripping, <coughs> dripping out of his nose. Like... You can't plan this. I feel like when I was six years old and couldn't forget to put my nose <laughs> right in the pool. Yeah, I'm covered in wine in my face right now. Wow, that is way worse than what I did last week. Yeah. Okay. That, how did that get up your nose? I can't even smell right now. It's Oh, it's, that's unfortunate. It's burning up there. Okay, any any more um <laughs> please take over the, <laughs> the smelling notes for me. So I'm I'm just I don't know. Like it's fruity. It's fruity, it's fresh, it's sweet. It's fresh, sweet for sure. I, I, for some reason, I got strawberries when I smelt it, but... But I kind of go back to the peaches of, like, it's similar to the Chardonnay, like, The peaches. fruit profile the, on the nose? Yeah. Okay. Would you get any melon? Because melon's sort of mild, almost. It's just sort of generic sweetness, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm not good with this profile. Okay, well, we, we can come back to it as well. All right, let's cheers again, okay. and let's have an actual taste here. Actually, before we do cheers and taste... There's almost little micro bubbles on the underside of the glass, yeah. Um, inside it, which oh, is yeah. kind of unique. Um, not a sparkling wine, but there seems to be something that's a little bit different here. So, yeah. Cheers. Yep. Ooh. Wow. Huh. This is a dry wine. I'm getting dry right across, straight down my this tongue. This is so wow. What an interesting flavor. It's good. Yeah, uh, Dan good. and Will are <laughs> feeling the same things we are. It's uh, it, it's really, it's really. Um, let me taste again here. I'm I'm tasting peach. Yeah, but it's dry but sweet. Like, but it, the flavor, like it hit. It doesn't hit you ever. Really. No, it's almost like uh, it's it, it drove by you instead of it <laughs> instead of it hitting you. Like it, it's yeah, like it's nice. I kind of like it. And you can taste afterwards. There is a lingering flavor in the finish. Um, it is, but it's weird because it's like flavor, but then like it's, it's a lot of, but it's not, I think maybe because it's, I don't know. You get that bitterness on your tongue though. I don't, I definitely, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm confused about this rosé. This would freak people out if they didn't like the noise of like sloshing and whatnot. You don't specifically, but when you're part of it, it's different. Yeah. I, I like this. It's, it. I'm like. What's your this. initial reaction? Like, what, what do you like? It's it's a fresh drink. Like, I I'm enjoying it. Yeah, so it's it's like, it's like sophisticated though because I can't put my finger on what I'm tasting. Mm. I got peaches after the first sip, 
but it's so good. It's like flavor and then nothing, but like it's not super dry. I would not say it's super dry because I don't think I like super dry. No, it's but not. It's, it's also not... not sweet where I'm like, oh shoot, that's a sweet, sweet, unenjoyable wine. No, I think this is on the end of, because there's a balance to be struck, right? Because there's not just sweet and dry. There's, you know, if something's super dry, it's going to be the lack of all sweetness. This is not, this is somewhere in this the middle. Is, yeah. Because it certainly smells sweeter than it tastes right away. Right. But to me, I get the yeah. lingering flavor and taste. It just it just feels like uh, you know when you pour like uh, and you pour like water on a hot driveway, yeah. and it sort of just like, like evaporates and yeah. goes away. That's what I'm feeling on my tongue. Yeah, where it's like there, and it's like a fresh taste, and then it's like yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. very fresh. It's very fruity, mm-hmm. but not the sweetness. But not yeah. It's the flavor. Yeah. You get the sort of the same mouthfeel like, if you're eating a not... strawberry or if you're if you're taking a bite yeah. out of a piece. You know what I mean? Like there's that yeah. There's that that unctuousness from like your tongue. Unctuous. Look at you with the big words. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know how to I don't know where to don't where know. to slot it's... this one. It's it's also, very tasty. Also, we should tasty. say. Did you already say it's a 2018? Yes. Okay. Uh, product of France. Let's look. Let's let me let me do some quizzing for you here. Uh, what do you think the alcohol volume is on this? Because Ooh, okay. let's let's do a little legs okay. examination here. You're you're gonna have the better time doing that with your with your wider glass. And just a reminder, the legs are... Alcohol content, so... Um, going down the side of the Yeah, glass. more legs, quicker legs, thicker legs. Are, more alcohol? Uh, more alcohol is more legs, I believe. So, so it's not about how they fall? I could look up legs again. <laughs> we should really be on top of but what, what do they look like to you there? Um, they are... I'm trying to get a good swirl here because I don't think I'm very good at this. See, I, I don't know. There's not many legs from what... Like, look, I swirled it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But that, so that's alcohol content or sugar? The thicker and slower legs can indicate higher alcohol level. Okay, so I'm saying not too high on alcohol because, look, I'm sloshing. Look, I'm swirling. Sorry. Okay, there's some legs. It's. They're very thin. Yeah. And they're quick. They drop right down. So do you feel based off of, we can kind of do this week to week. Do you feel like last week there was any more or less alcohol than this? I think maybe a bit more. Okay, so and what, that was a twelve and a half. Yes. What right? are you What are you putting this uh, alcohol Oof. content at? I'm going to say eleven. Eleven. Uh, not a bad guess, but it is actually thirteen percent. Oh wow! So more. Um, wow. Appellation is Ven Ventu, I believe. Uh, so let me just read the, okay. the back label here for okay. you. Uh, established in north of Avignon since five generations, family Famille Perrin offers all of their savor fare. And oh my god, I'm butchering this French. Uh, their passion and their experience uh, in creating La Vielle Farm wines. Faithful to our family values, these wines are authentic, tasty, and balanced. For over 40 years, they have been considered one of the best value for money wines in the world. Huh. Uh, and it actually has a link to their Twitter and to their, oh, wow. to their Facebook. That's awesome. Which is interesting. But no- nothing about this wine specifically, um, which. Uh, I'm disappointed a little bit that there's no notes. Yeah. I do like when the notes are on the back. And this also said, like, La Vielle Firm is... <laughs> we are butchering this. I'm so sorry. We, we keep saying it You keep saying it differently, though hopefully that one time through the podcast we'll have said it correctly. But that's the name of the actual winery, so... Okay. Um, so what kind of wine is it? I, a, a ray, m- must be a Ricolt. Ricolt. Um, but very interesting. I, it tastes... It tastes sophisticated. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's hard to put your finger on. Uh, there's nothing obvious about it because it's really playing the balance between sweet and dry. 
I think it's a little bit more on the dry side. Okay. I think you really hit the nail on the head with the event that I would drink this at, like a brunch, 100%. Like, it's fresh, it's not... It's light. Yeah. There's there's nothing heavy about it. No. I'm more than halfway done my generous pour of myself. You are as well. Like I know. This is great. I really I really am enjoying it. And it, it like, draws you back in. There's almost that, like, lasting flavor in your mouth where you're like, no, I'll just go for another sip. I'll go also, for another sip. Also, the color's sip. cute. Like, I like that it's a little It's pink. a really nice color. It's like, it's a really... There's no bubbliness to it, so whatever. No, which those, is interesting because there are there. lots of micro bubbles in this wine. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just an easy drinking ooh. wine. What do you, what'd you get? Taste, there? My, taste mine. See if mine because I haven't been holding mine like yours has. If it's, any, I'm trying to like go go finger and thumb to try and stay off of it. Yours is definitely warmer than mine. Easily, like even, I think I think yours tastes drier than mine, but then it finishes sweeter. Interesting, interesting. because. Really, temperature really does affect the taste and the smell. So yeah, I would I would drink I would drink it out of a stem glass next time because yeah, yours it, it drastically tastes, different. Mine tastes muted compared yes. to yours because it's it's substantially warmer. I'm not, I'm not even touching. I'm letting it sit here, but when I pick it up, it warms it up enough that it tastes like it tastes like like muted and and not as standing out, which is difficult because the flavors don't stand out as it is in this wine. So right, um, just a little tip. Um, even for drinking red wine, um, the article that I was looking at on that, uh, what was it? Let's see here. Um, they suggested that you chilled the glass um, in the fridge for five to ten minutes before you drink both red and white wines. Interesting. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, I brought up the Vivino app, Ooh. my favorite app. Um, okay, so there are 590 ratings on this wine. What do you Ooh, think it is? Okay. Out of out of out five, five stars. Okay, I'm gonna say 3.6 because I enjoy it. 3.6. It is a 3.5. So okay, you're you're very close. much there. Uh, and what do you think the price point was on this? It is uh, a it's a French France, import. Um, um, it, this one categorizes it as a white wine, um, but it's clearly it's clearly, clearly rosé. But what's a can you Google Ricolt? Yeah, sure. Um, so what were you asking? Price point. So, am I still guessing the price point? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I hope it's cheaper because I want to drink it again. $16. $16. $12.02. Wow. Uh, yeah, this was, this was sub okay. 15 when I bought it, uh, which is great value for money in my eyes. Um, Let's see here. I, I'm going to rate this because I think I think you're right on there. We're, we'll go 3.5 okay, because that's what it rounds to. Sorry, I really um, But do, do you want to do you want to write the want to write the review? You don't. Okay, I'll, you'll no. defer. You'll defer. Okay, I'll defer. Honestly, you're you're Fresh quicker thinking. And bright with better with your words. Sophisticated. Oh, so Sophia. Sophia. Sophisticated. Again. Big fingers or what? Taste. Yeah. Tasting notes. Uh, Easy. Uh, how about uh, nose? Was bright? No, Friday was bright. Oh, big oat. Nose was. Uh, nose had fresh fruit. And. <laughs> strawberry. I love watching you type. With hints of peach. Plays the line between dry and sweet. sweet. Oh my god. <laughs> on the tongue. Okay. You see, you're good with your words. That would take me forever to, and it wouldn't even be half as classy. Okay, okay are you so, still an explorer? Uh, I didn't get any badges oh. for this one. Um, okay, so. Uh, do well, people 
Okay, go ahead. I was just gonna say let, let's go through okay. um, let's go through some other characteristics of it. Two hundred seventy-one people mentioned apple, green apple, and peach. Okay, so you nailed that one again. Citrus, lemon, and grapefruit. I want to go okay. back and taste that. That's huh. the second most common tasting notes on it. Um, which if you is, do a deep, it's like it is citrus. If you do a deep, for sure. Inhale, I, it's sometimes it's tough to know what's just smelling like wine and what's smelling specifically like something right. else. When I taste it, I get almost lime because it's not as harsh as lemon. Um, but I guess grapefruit would grapefruit take you there as well. Kind of, and I think just the pink flavor kind of throws people that way anyway, right? Sure, absolutely. But grapefruit's a bit bitter, and I don't taste any bitter in this. But Min- the smell. The I'm next s- up is mineral, stone, and honey. Uh, I don't get it. So the honey honey is interesting because it's sweetness without being sugary sweet, right? Because it's it's a unique... Honey's a unique flavor. What is drawing air in? What is what that get <laughs> Sorry. In? Nothing? Big swirl and a draw air. Yeah. Um, honey? Wait, wait, wait. I just talked myself into honey, I think. Ah, no. Maybe not. Ah. Maybe maybe it finishes more honey because honey has that complexity of tasting like honey while being sweet. I just got, sort of said that same thing. Up next yeah. is oak, vanilla, and butter. That was the same as the Chardonnay. I, it's flavor profile, so it's linking know, them together. But still, like that's tropical pineapple passion fruit. Maybe pineapple. Pineapple, I can see, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it kind of has that tingle in your throat that pineapple brings on. Uh, and up next was strawberry, raspberry, and red nice. fruit, which which we nice. had there. Yeah, um, that was literally one mention about people saying this tastes like cheese, cream, and banana. So oh my God. yeasty notes. Ah oh, man! But the, the, it really drops off. The the main one is really green apple, green apple, apple, and peach, which you certainly get with this. It's very fresh. Uh, so this per, this this review comes from Declan H, November twenty fourth. For six pound fifty at Tesco, this is a cracking little wine. Light nose with some raspberry, plum, and watermelon, and Ooh, peach also. Okay. Very tropical palate as uh, palate as you expect. This uh, this and light mm, good length <laughs> on the finish also, which we agreed with. There, yeah. there is a lot to take in with the finish on this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I get honey and pineapple is on the end there. The, the pineapple brings the freshness and the the feel, while the honey brings sort of the depth and complexity of how sweet Look it is. Look at this guy talking about wine. Uh, this wow. one comes from Stephen Hurst. A nice, balanced, smooth white wine. Apple and peach on the nose with taste of apricot, pear, and a hint of butter. Um, huh. Butter, I don't, almost wonder if butter comes from the feel over the flavor. Almost like a thick, creamy, but I wouldn't say that for this, would you? Smooth and balanced, fine smooth, for a casual table. That's, Love it. That's that is succinct. nail on and, the head. And these are all three and a half, four star reviews. Okay. Um, I, I want to have a scroll through and see see a one star review on this. Yeah. Um, it's all right, not the best. So, ooh, translate. Soft without being very fruity, I did not like. That's okay. the longest negative review, and that was translated from French, so I immediately think they know more about wine than I do. Um, every other one to two, or one to one and a half star rating has no comments with it, which almost disqualifies how you're yeah, tasting it. Um, Honestly, I thoroughly enjoy this. I, and I think because we're also in a setting that we're setting up here to, to taste wine and talk about right. it. But... We're, like we already kind of talked about it here, but but what do you? We talked about where this would be good, which is like an afternoon or a brunch, like something yeah. with the, like drinking when the sun's up, basically. <laughs> um, because it's light, it's not yeah. well. It's well, it's complex in flavor and tasting. It's not overwhelming in that aspect, right? Um, what would you pair with this? Like, what could you see yourself eating right now with this? Um, is it weird to pair fruit with it? Like, like a fresh fruit tray, like or a fruit tray, or like. I don't know what else, mm, like a salad 
with like some pears in it and I, nuts. You, you would almost want something salty with it, like nuts, Ooh, like some goat cheese okay. or something yeah, like that, where it would cheese. be like. Re- I'm not even a big goat cheese fan, but like I, this could be a charcuterie board type of thing. Absolutely. More cheeses than meats, though. but then you get the saltiness of of like cured meats and olives and whatnot. It'd be yeah. it'd be nice to kind of cut that. You get the, the acidity would help with that too, with the citrus flavors too. But like, so. I'm a weirdo, and I would just like drink this at a barbecue. <laughs> like, well, but I'm, but again, like that works too. I not mean, necessarily no, pairing it with meat, but just like it's an easy drinking wine. That like it almost fits more of the. For, I guess maybe what you're saying is it almost fits more of an occasion rather than a than a food. Right? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily pair it. Like, but I agree. That salty could be a good a good foil for a it. A good foil without because, going overboard on the fruity. And it's not sweet to the point where it puts you off or where it's like, oh, I can't. You know when people – I hate when people are like, oh, that's too sweet for me and they're like talking about candy. It's like, yeah, candy's sweet. Like, okay, yeah, white wines are going to be sweeter than most red wines and this is uh, a rosé leaning towards a white. It's, it is – I want to straighten this out. Like, it is very much a colored wine. Like, this yes. is – this has like it's, it's very distinct color, yes. and it was sitting amongst rosés. So, uh, whether it's not classified in the UK as a uh, as a as a rosé itself, uh, it very much is to us and to the eye. Um, but yeah, like for me, I'm thinking, like I said, like goat cheese and walnuts would almost be a good pair with this. It, it seems uh, like it'd be a good like afternoon with the sun up, like like things we've really been saying here. Um, there's there's not too much more to say specifically about what it would go well with because yeah. it's – I mean it's good on its own also. Like there's nothing here that's going to give you a headache. Right. Um, that GQ article also said rosé rarely gives headaches or hangovers. Oh, good so to So a little know. fun fact. So would you recommend this wine, Boj? I would. Sorry. Uh, I Adam. would. Um, but I wouldn't – Ooh, a big button there. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's – like let me, let me have another drink here before I say this. But try mine again because yours is tainted because you have warm hands. Yeah, it's good. It's it's a it's a good so wine. Hesitant. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I would, if I would recommend it or not. Wow. I think I, I think I would to if someone said like, oh, like give me a rosé. Right. I don't think I would. But you wouldn't be like top five wines that you've ever had to recommend. You wouldn't recommend it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can even categorize that. I uh, just. To the point where I think it's not like an introductory wine. Okay, but are you enjoying it? I, I'm you enjoying enjoy it. it, but you wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I, would, but also, it's, like, I don't think you're... it's a crowd pleaser. Oh, interesting. I think that people could find reasons to not like it, and I think it's because it's you expect something with a rosé, and you get something different with this, which is more dry. Huh. Okay. But I enjoy it specifically. Yeah. I, I agree with your three point six. I think that's a fair rating for it. Um, but you wouldn't necessarily recommend it, which no, is fair. Yeah, I, I think maybe for someone who wants something, I don't like challenging. I've said challenging before, but I kind of like that because it's yeah. When you just sip it and it's wine and you're happy and drinking, like this almost seems wasted on that because there, there's so much thought that can go into it. What about you? Are you recommending this? I actually thoroughly like it. Yeah. Like I, I don't. I've had rosé, real rosé, once in my life, and. You know, as I mentioned, it had sand bits in it. Um, so I'm enjoying this way more than I thought I would. So I would recommend it, but again, I'm not a rosé enthusiast by any means. This is my second taste of it. So, Do you like it more or less than the last time you had rosé? More. More. Interesting. Yeah. But it was also like different temperatures. I was on a beach. Like it wasn't cold. Yeah, like, so that's going to change how you take it in. Right? But like, this is a very good wine. I don't, like, again, now let's talk about price versus value. 
I think this is a home run. Oh, the same, totally. I think more so than the Chardonnay. More, last I like week. this. I enjoy this more than the Chardonnay. Yes, the Chardonnay is more. Um, I don't even know if it's like Main Street or like that. That was a more ordinary wine. I haven't necessarily tasted something like this before. Right. Because um, I don't think we've ever ventured in rosé no, together. Absolutely, and, and first like, time. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is uh, like it's it's unique. It's very yeah. unique. I like it. And for twelve bucks, I mean, you cannot go wrong for that. Like I'd take it to a party. Oh, absolutely. And it's also it's like it's a conversation piece. The wine itself is different colored. The caps this like pastelly brush pink, like, like you dusty, said, dusty ro- pink. Yeah. And the the label is very cool, very unique. Two chickens. Well, one one rooster, one chicken. Uh, or hen, uh, it, like it's it's very minimalistic. Yep, I like it. I like it. If it's a wine for me, so but, far, and I mean we can we can update these power rankings as yeah. we go through podcasts and whatnot. I like it this than steps the up than the Chardonnay. Yeah, yeah I'm me taking too. this over the Chardonnay. All right. Um, final thoughts on this wine? Are you are we going to finish this bottle tonight? Yes, absolutely. I it's well, a school night. We'll invite Michael Lawson in. For a glass, yeah, and then, yeah. Your uh, brother will get in on the action. It's it's a good wine. I'm happy we went with this. Next time, I think we're gonna go with. Uh, well, we have a couple of red options red, to choose yeah. from, um, and we can see. So, I have to own up and apologize to the uh, quote unquote white women I was singling <laughs> out last time around. Uh, I went to the LCBO after uh, the latest coronavirus update on the news, and they were having people space six feet six feet apart outside doing a one-person-in-one-person-out policy uh, inside the store up to a certain limit, security guards making sure everyone wow. was, was stepping back. Uh, so I had to wait in the rain for about five minutes. I turned I around. I appreciate it. I really do. I went back to the – thank you. I, well, <laughs> I went back to the car, and I was like, I'm not waiting in line. And then I was like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went and, and went in, and I spent a third of what the woman spent last week. Um, so if you don't, you don't remember, listen back there, uh, also- which is triple digits. Just, on wine. just a little tidbit here. I am not forcing him to go out into the world and fight for these wine bottles. This is him. This I, is all Adam. I'm not fighting anybody for this. I'm following along. I'm along for the ride. I've signed up for 10 episodes. 10 minimum. We have now. I bought seven bottles and we had five before that. So we... And we, we have one episode in the can already, so... We hope you're enjoying it. We've got some good feedback, and we really appreciate all the love, Let so. us know. If you have wine recommendations for us, please let us know. We'd love to jump into something that you can drink along with. And as well, reach out to us if you're listening to this and you want to know what the next wine is going to be if you want to drink along. Give you a little along. sneak peek. Um, yeah, and, and you can listen along and see exactly uh, if we're right or wrong or, or, you know, where you stand on the wine. We'd love to talk about it. Um, but is yeah, that, share, yeah, like, share, like, subscribe. Uh, if you subscribe. guys, if you guys could give a, a subscribe on the podcast and a review or a five star rating or whatever, whatever star you yes. deem appropriate, we would love that and appreciate it. It, uh, I think it helps the visibility of the podcast, and we're yeah. having fun with this, so yeah. why not want it to grow? Um, that's it. I think that's it. That's all. We're good. The first yeah. rose episode is done and dusted. Nice. Cheers to that. Cheers to that, and we will talk to you guys soon. Yeah.